bilingual motherfucker. Let's have this conversation. If you a Bible be- believing, you got some Greek Bible no teaching. Who's who here speaks Hebrew? When- I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> who here can read at a fifth grade level? <laughs> Do you all feel like okay? Let's also pre- preface questioning. Do you think you and the Jews have the same beliefs? <laughs> Let's start there. Uh, it's so hard. Like, how the fuck do y'all... Like, I I was literally thinking about Israel today. And I was just like, you motherfuckers is defending Israel. And Israel literally persecuted the motherfucker that's supposed to be the savior of your... Like, y'all don't have any anger about this. None. Y'all good with this? But God said the gays are going to hell. And that son. But y'all is going to war. They said we will mark y'all at Jesus. Jesus, you gotta go. You gotta get God. From birth. These these niggas was trying to take out Jesus since he Jesus was the enemy of the state. Of the state, the cool hole of his fucking life. So let's talk about Jesus in Israel. Jesus in the surrounding area. Jesus, this nigga was actually named Jerome. (laughs) And Jerome Mama was a crackhead. And the state was trying to take away custody. And when that nigga got old enough, they put a hit out on him. They did. Because they couldn't get him. Bring us Jerome. <laughs> Ray Rome, Rome. I said Jerome. I said Jerome. It's on my donkey. It's fucking him up. <laughs> and there is the story of Jesus. This is Amber J. Phillips, the high priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the King of the South. And you're listening to the Black Joy Mystery. bullshit with our dear friend Samantha the master is in the living room Yay. y'all hey. <laughs> Sam, excited. The master. Sam the master what's your twitter handle uh, the fire next time yes James Baldwin baby. I I like to call Sam the fire this time and y'all will soon hear why Y'all that can't see me, but I'm twerking right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy new year, motherfuckers. Happy 2016! 2017? 17! <laughs> <laughs> Did you 
make it, my nigga? Did the ball drop for you yet? Do we need to have a conversation? I decided to push back New Year's until... <laughs> By four days, five? I would like it to start in February, personally. Like, the work week started on Tuesday this year. <laughs> I want to start it on a less traumatic time period. I want to skip over this inauguration. <laughs> I want to get through... You want the new year with Black History Month. Yes. I think that should be the fucking kickoff, bruh. Okay. February 1st. Anywho, whatever. Okay. I'll come I'll come in and out of current times for... Cool, cool, For cool. purposes of being normal, cool. you know, whatever. Well, we ain't been on the, on the track <laughs> in a minute, you know. Niggas yes. took a break and shit. Happy 2017. Happy. How was your December, Jasmine? My December was kind of lit, actually, and I feel like people, black folks use the end of December just to remind us not to give a fuck in 2017, Uh you know, the good Mariah Carey. Yes. You know, who... She definitely held it down. Who's just like, look, shit happens. I didn't have a mic check. (laughs) My fault, their fault, who knows? Who knows? But there's pictures of her mic check, though. (laughs) She came. Now, I will say, I don't know if those pictures are time stamped. <laughs> Them pictures some old could be pictures. five minutes apart. Like, because I personally watched the e-reality show. And I see you know, this Mariah Carey yes. creep into practice at 11 o'clock at night. And then make everybody. Girl. <laughs> this also made me very. When I realized Mariah Carey had fucked up yet again. I'm like, how convenient that she has this new lit ass reality show. It's so lit. Whereas, like, when the Kardashians or like when something happens with Nene Leaks in Atlanta, you're like, oh, I can't wait till this season, bitch. Oh, I can't wait. And now we'll have to hopefully, if she re- has a real recording <laughs> schedule for this reality show. So, but Mariah is. Uh, it's theater in real in real time. She's there's great. a white lighting person around her on the right side of her she face at all times. Yes. She only lays on a certain side, and I just feel like it's Mariah great TV, y'all. Is great thematically for how I see you know my personal theme for 2017. You know, new year, new me, new reasons to be petty. Amen. You know, because Mariah, outside of her show, one of my <laughs> friends, Jen Stowe, let me know the other day uh-huh. that she made that white man pay her 15 million dollars for wasting her time. That's something Jen Stowe would know too. <sighs> I appreciate that. Y'all, apparently, today Mariah- one of my um, sorry, today one of my colleagues, someone was like, Oh, I have a funny joke. Um, for you about Mariah Carey. He's like, I consider that hate speech. <laughs> so shout out to Louie because he's such a Mariah Carey fan. Rightfully I get, so. I get all my Mariah Carey updates from Louie, Mariah actually. Carey is a classic. If you ever seen Cribs, you know, yes. late 90s, early 2000s, she's a legend just for that alone. Yes. 18 number ones aside, hugging in that bathtub I, mm-hmm. with them bubbles and that full lingerie was everything we needed to see right. in that man had. In addition house. to her breakdown on um, Total Request Live. Yes, with the Just ice cream. Great. Just gems. So, of course, she has a stipend <laughs> or clause when you date her and her pre-prenup that you owe her $15 million. For wasting up her time. Look, I got exes that ain't even gave me my goddamn silverware. So the fact that Mariah Carey is the man in fifteen million dollars brings me a special kind of joy. Amen. I just want my time back, bitch. I want my time. 
pay me. Pay me. I get personally. I get free meals right now. I'm like yeah. low level. You know, this is the new new. You know, the new <laughs> era is like we done told you. Hang these pictures. Bring a happy meal. You know, roll up. You know, what? learn how to roll. <laughs> these <laughs> are all you real things. Do. So even on the bad side of December, like going into 2017, you know, black men is acting up again. Oh yeah. So get yes. niggas off Insta Story 2017 commenced and YouTube. You know, on one side of the black male whatever in the fuck, the hotel niggas is beefing over here. <laughs> and We're then, talking about Umar. Yeah, Umar and the light skin hotel dude. What what's the hotel dude? General Seti. General Seti. That sounds like a Boondocks episode just waiting to happen. <laughs> on, on air. I literally, as this was happening, <laughs> I'm like, this would be amazing for the Boondocks to take on. Because Dr. Umar Johnson is a trope. I just want to let you all know that the very first pin link on Umar Johnson's Twitter is a GoFundMe. And because he why not? No, He's still raising this money. I imagine for his life, but he has raised $358,296 out of a $4 million goal. Absolutely. $4 million? Oh my God. Absolutely. I want to be like him when I grow up. Wait, okay. Okay. People need something to believe in, y'all. Oh, wow. Oh, snap. Okay, that is... Umar Johnson is out here raising this money. That's a salary right there. Look at that suit. So let's talk about Dr. Umar Johnson. He had some beef this week with another Hotep nigga, right, Sam and Jasmine? Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) it was still just not really great. It was funny, but, you know, niggas are still being patriarchs while dissing each other, calling each other pussy. Yeah, back and you forth. You know, I thought Hotels thought God was a black woman, but no. I don't understand how calling a man a pussy <laughs> during your hotel. Here's one of the things that is, is just annoying. black women. Yeah, I, here's one of the things I think is annoying while like just don't even give a fuck about Umar Johnson anymore. If you lack a racial justice analysis, but you came you claim to be for women, that at some point your shit will crumble. If you are a black person or if you're someone who claims to be for black liberation, but you literally don't know how to extend that into the to the space of talking about queerness, talking about sexuality or like women, eventually you always those people always reveal themselves in the weirdest ways. And I'm just looking forward to the moment for black for our community, for black folks, when women are like, this person is problematic as fuck, y'all. Just trust me. But I this motherfucker I, about to pop off in a real weird, non-productive way. So those are my fr- homie um, in Chicago. Shout out to Shay, aka Hood Biologist, on Twitter. We were having this oh, conversation. Hey, hey, Shay. So we were having this conversation about how hoteps are actually agents of white supremacy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody ever yeah. fucking sees that. Like. Hoteps make these weird ass alliances with motherfuckers like the conservative right mm. in order to like do the work of white supremacists and because they say RBG movement every three seconds, we let them believe and talk like they are somehow pan Africanists, even though they don't give a fuck about black people for real. Yeah. Mm. That's what I find with a lot of these Twitter trolls who are like black women are trying to 
black feminists are ruined in the state and blah, blah, blah. And you, you go through their thing and they're like, all lives matter. White lives matter. Police lives matter. Niggas, stop burning down CVSs. Like, no one's really interrogating who's saying this shit. No. I mean, because black men, for the sake of black men, is good for the race, right? Or at least that's what they claim they are. Yeah. And we have constantly since black joy and mixed saves like, no, actually, that's not enough. And in fact, it's dangerous. Actually, y'all suck. Y'all suck. Y'all are killing us, and we're not going to not say anything because and white people are looking. The interesting part, though, about the beef to me is... <laughs> You find out that black feminists aren't the only ones they had a problem with Omar Johnson. Yeah, you find out the whole community was just so y'all don't like this nigga to either. ask about the school too. <laughs> what a school at, nigga? <laughs> I met Dr. Omar Johnson once, and I gave him no. Uh, stop calling him doctor just because he sketched that turtle. <laughs> just because he sketched that turtle and mailed it in, and they see him back a sheet of paper that said no. doctor does not make him a doctor. Call him Omar. Omar. That nigga Omar. Right. I met that nigga Umar at the Million Man March that one time, Thank nigga. You. Right. My bad. I forgot we don't put respect on these motherfuckers' names. Why? Your name is Donald here, bitch. <laughs> if my president have no goddamn birth certificate, you don't have a title, nigga. You ain't What's got a PhD. Up? How many books do you think Dr. Umar... How many black feminist books do you think Dr. Umar Johnson would have to read in order to not nah, shit I call that nigga a doctor again <laughs> See, that's you gotta decolonize <laughs> he, he told you that he related to Frederick Douglass and that he was a doctor and you just keep running with it no. my body is like dying to respect the nigga no. I'm like you no, must no. obey no Umar I've been thinking a lot about the black church recently with Kim Burrell's dumb ass out here so now I'm, I'm like I'm like 2008 Amber going back and forth to figure out what are the motivations no, and the intentions Omar. behind <laughs> nigga Umar <laughs> the nigga Omar I lost like, it I was like we're being honest his name was probably Omar <laughs> <laughs> he threw a U up in there it's probably Omar <laughs> Omar Johnson Omar Johnson that sounds more that accurate. sounds actually yeah that sounds more but accurate to, a, to a nigga who learned how to flip the only donation money why I'm still calling him Omar Johnson is just <laughs> simply because I respect niggas agency to change their names however they see fit and that goes across gender and all this other stuff people all the time when <laughs> sounds people, like nah <laughs> I say Briss Brown <laughs> Chris Brown, but he decided to be a blood, so we gotta honor that. Like we, like when we in the presence of a blood, you can't call the Care Bears Care Bears. You gotta say Bear Bears. Chris Brown out here said he a blood, so we will get there about Briss. Briss Brown, we might as well, goddamn. So okay, there's the hotel niggas doing their thing. Apparently, the fuck boys decide to have a convenient and act out on the internet too. If you want to dive deeper into the fuck boys. Um, I think Very Smart Brothers did a really great breakdown since we would like to now go to Briss Brown and uh, Soulja Boy, which my I'm just going to wait for my favorite part of this fucking beef back and forth to come up because I'm petty. So, anywho, continue. What's your favorite part? My favorite part is, is Soulja Boy. How are you about to talk about somebody doing drugs? How are you, sir? A part of your, I I came in to Soldier Boy no longer being that nigga 
when Cat Stack showed me the <laughs> undercover footage of yo, I was shocked. And here's World why I was star. shocked because I believe everything. I believe every initial great image that comes out of blackness. And when Soldier Boy popped. I think he was on The View or some shit, and Whoopi Goldberg is, like, talking to a young soldier boy, like, you're doing so good, young man. What are you going to do with all that money? He's like, oh, I'm going to go to school and, you know, <laughs> save it and, like, you know, you I got my head on up, the right bro. way. And niggas like, yeah, soldier boy, he got his head on straight. And then he was, next thing I know, he's doing crap with cat stacks. My God. Nobody probably remembers this, but the same nigga who grew up watching Oprah, which was me. Okay, I thank remember you, Sam. this. Thank world you. Star. Um, cat, I just told y'all World Star was built on Kestet's cat. Anyway, um, so I thought Chris World Star Brown, was built on fight videos, bitch. Which no, fight videos happen too. It's simultaneously, <laughs> but literally, Kestet was out here misbehaving and it was making it to World Star because she was okay. affiliated with World. Star. Was she misbehaving or was she living her best life? Living her. Was she like a, a correspondent? People. Is that what you're telling me? She, well, she was a sex worker, so yeah, she was a correspondent. Correspondent for World Star, I like that. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Briss Brown and Soulja Boy got into a beef in which apparently Soulja Boy alleges that Chris Brown called him over Karuchi, which we will get there about Poor that Karuchi. shit. Um, him liking Karuchi's pictures and Chris Briss Brown calling like, hey, you better quit. And whatever. They proceeded to just waste an entire Tuesday. Um, and which concluded with Soldier. <laughs> Everybody Boy. went back to work on the same day, I see. <laughs> so Briss Boy. Brown was like, I'm off vacation. <laughs> Time for me to fuck up some shit. <laughs> fuck up. I'm supposed to be in the studio oh, today. Rihanna seems happy somewhere. <laughs> Karuchi definitely seems happy right Karuchi now. got a fucking Emmy, goddamn. No, New Year, New Me does not exist for her. Damn. So let me ruin her day. So <laughs> it ended with Soulja Boy getting his phone jacked on Facebook Live. Oh. And somehow in the middle of that, Briss gets online and starts talking. And Karuchi, whose name is brought up by Soulja Boy in the middle of this beef, interjects and is like, hey, this is really draining. <laughs> can y'all get out my comments? Can y'all not? Can y'all stop adding me, please? Could y'all? Can y'all understand? I have moved on, and I'm making my own money, and I give it to my family. That and Chris? I look at my Emmy, and I'm like, "Girl, you did that shit. Good job." I'm just eating my veggies and doing my lunches. You know, making sure my edges are intact. Like that's all her comments said. And Chris basically comes along, is like, "Shut up, bitch." <laughs> you know, I only commenting under your picture the other day just to let your ass know that you still mine but I don't want you no more cause I fucked your friends girl stop so of course I'm paraphrasing but that, that's literally what happened I just want to remind everyone all jokes aside <laughs> once again y'all keep showing us time and time again why you are a threat and a danger to black women's lives. Yeah, Rihanna's lucky to be here in all honesty. Chris Brown is a fucking terrorist. Point blank. He stalks her. There are photos of of him showing up to her events looking like a person who is stalking someone. He shouts her name on the middle of a remix that may or may not be on the radio. (laughs) 
So and literally other have you noticed other rappers have started shouting out Karuchi's name as like a mimic of yes. Chris Brown shouting. I'm like, what? Why is this? So nobody's going to stop this at all. No, like, this that is thing, thing is cute. Oh my god! And then if you go through the Karuchi hashtag, it's so many people rooting for them to be together. Like Ed and Karuchi, like you need to take him back. I know Chris is like people are literally on Instagram and Twitter advising this woman to get back with this man. So I don't. So I know what that looks like on like a small scale, like intimately, like when we know that a woman has dealt with an abusive partner, but there's some crazy family member that's trying to rationalize why she need to go back. I can't even imagine this happening on such a huge scale where all of these misguided opinions mm-hmm. are encouraging you to be in a situation where somebody is so possessive of you <laughs> that right. they don't want to see you move on. They don't want to see you be successful. They don't want, they want you to be exactly where you left them. And if you say anything to defend yourself, I'm going to attack you verbally and try to embarrass you. Chris Brown is the low budget Donald Trump, and I just need <laughs> to <reconcile> this. <laughs> what if he runs for president, Sam? He could. He probably win because white people. <laughs> Where? That's true. Can I tell you how much I hate when black men are fuck niggas, and then white women accuse them of some shit? And now you feel compelled to defend their asses. Yeah, it's the worst. You probably did this, you fucking asshole. Yeah. (laughs) And now (laughs) I just have all of this anxiety and resentment because, like, apparently she was lying. And people had to, like, take up a banner for Chris Brown. Oh, you talking about when that white woman came to his house and stole? Yes. And then she alleged that he put a gun in her face. And then the police came and TMZ had helicopters out there. And the police had a standoff. Yeah. For the where's the stand? Where's but it the, was a standoff for Karuchi. Where's the standoff? Karuchi <laughs> deserves it. Karuchi at least deserves free twenty four hour security <laughs> at the very least. And she's over here like I'm so happy. I will never do that shit again where I make Ever. a rapper pay for my bills because this has just been awful. It's draining. It's That's the she worst. Literally described it as draining. Poor boo. Ugh. Karuchi, all the solidarity. I just, I don't, I don't know when it's going to stop for Chris Brown. So I'm just, have you, um, there's a, you remember that image that went viral of um, the girl on some like new, new me, new year, new me stuff. And she had like all the things she was giving up in 2014. Uh, They did a male version of that this year. With Omega. He was like in some Timberlands and he was like, I'm bringing my barber. In the Hennessy, uh, and it's like he's leaving behind old hoes. Like, I just want more of that for black men. Like, what does New Year's resolution really look like for y'all? What does it mean for y'all to be less fucked up? Like, what are some tips we can give these motherfuckers, goddamn? Clearly, if you ain't having an interview with your old hoes around how you are a fucked up individual, then... They just think they have all the answers. <laughs> but I have a question. Who loves Chris Brown? And how? who loves you and lets you continue to make statements in public and have social media? Does no one love you enough, my no. nigga, to be like, you know what, boo? Give me your passcodes. You cannot Bruce, have these. Chris is paying a lot of people's bills. 
So it gets yeah. really hard to intervene with a nigga that's keeping your lights on. And then that whole blood thing, I think it's what Empire has been teaching us. Um, around like <laughs> I don't even I want to I don't even want to I'm know the end of a Basically, Empire has taught Empire us Blake. has told us <laughs> About there are a lot of people who are trying to extort rappers and do like a lot of like really shady stuff. So they have to do all oh, okay. this other stuff to get protection out here. So like they get protection from like gangs and shit. Like yeah, like I think so. Kinda- Chris Brown's life is a Lee Daniels production. Yes, I, I- actually makes so much more sense. <laughs> it makes more sense. It does. It does. And you know, uh, Lee Daniels ain't got no coof to like actually put some old stuff on it. Like, no. like Chris Brown told me this story. He said somebody Watch. beat his ass, threw him in the back of a van. <laughs> He was like, if he give me $50,000. He said his brother is bipolar. <laughs> and his bipolar bro- wife kills, got killed by the goddamn. Don't break up Lee Daniels or Tyler Perry. Yes. Man, again, again, just like Umar Johnson. Who were the first, who were the canaries in the coal mine? <laughs> were black women not the first motherfuckers in the front of the class? I think he might hate you too. He keeps killing niggas off with AIDS. He keeps. I don't. Tyler Perry seems to think AIDS comes with a limp. Like, does anyone want to talk about this? No. Tyler Perry keeps dressing up like a woman while not supporting gay people. Anybody? No? no. Okay, fine. All right. All right. Oh, Tyler Perry is colorblind. Great. <laughs> no, awesome. he said it's reverse racism God that damn. y'all are saying that he is casting all white cast now. So at what point this whole reverse, <laughs> this whole reverse shit. <laughs> Tyler Perry's listen. Cause Tyler Perry's really upset about the fact that Kevin Hart has crossed over. <laughs> That's and this shit. And then put on a goddamn dress. <laughs> That's I it. think SNL might have got him in a dress, but whatever. And and I'm I'll also say it's just we can have a conversation. <laughs> Sam can help us clean this up because I know I want to make space for it. Don't see anything wrong with Tyler Perry wearing dresses. No. Wouldn't support masculine identified or trans people or anybody else bending genders outside of a Medea. And he hates the black women in which he is supposed to be sharing community with as his character. But I I think that like the black women who said Tyler Perry ain't really here for us. For every one of those there were 50 black women who bought all of his, bought tickets to his shows and to his plays and like literally built the empire on the backs, his empire on the backs of black women that he that he labeled as undeserving of love, as basically like mm-hmm. Jezebels and like angry black women. And if you only if you suck the dick of a light skinned nigga, then your life redeem a whole. Yeah. And right. marriage. You have right. to marry have them to, quickly. Right, right, right. Cut it down. Immediately. So I don't know that black women writ large have compli- like have really complicated Tyler Perry or like call him into question because I mm-hmm. think we have the power to do that. Oprah did give him that ill ass cosign. 
I mean, he's on own. And that is why. And and so now there's a whole group of white women who love Tyler Perry. (laughs) Because. because Single Moms Club. (laughs) While they drink their wine and like, you know, their children yell in the background. So I just, I think it's really complicated. It is. I was told when I first started to try and learn more about literally trying to dive into African-American studies in college and trying to learn more about feminism I always had this sore spot around Tyler Perry because I had like watched all of his stuff. It was a part of church culture to go and see a Tyler Perry um, film after school. And at the same time, he was putting people on a big screen like Maya Angelou speaking a poem at a wedding where black angels are suspended in the air. <laughs> from the ceiling. From the ceiling. <laughs> and a single here. mother is getting her nigga. You know, like, that type of shit. <laughs> Boris Kojak. It's <laughs> <laughs> not any nigga. <laughs> He is not getting Gucci was driving a whole ass bus. <laughs> when had your bus driver ever been that goddamn bus? <laughs> Ask yourself. Sixty three. Okay, it's lit today. <laughs> Boris Kojo is taking me to Costco. I have one. Shamar Moore in a fuzzy fucking <laughs> brain wig. <laughs> that was the worst lace so- of television history. <laughs> And I just never forget. These motherfuckers didn't try. But let me <laughs> tell you the how much play budget to the big screen. They really <laughs> did. Talk about the Chitlin circuit in 3D, bitch. Okay. Surround sound. Surround. <laughs> like Tyler Perry was fucking y'all shit up for a good long time. So yeah, I will yeah, be. Kimberly Elise gave y'all scowls for a solid decade. <laughs> My Diary of a even right now I can turn on Diary of a Mad Black Woman woman and have a glorious Saturday morning. Okay? And will do you understand? Will bitch. So my point is how I got around this conflict. How I got over. Was being able to critique what you love. That if my ass is going to sit here and watch all this goddamn Tyler Perry, I have to say something critical about it. But I did not stop watch. Honestly, the final straw with me was Temptation. Temptation was literally. I was watching Tyler Perry in secret. I wasn't announcing. I wasn't encouraging. There's probably a Facebook memory right now where I'm like, "Ooh, bitch, turn the beat." So yeah, temptation was it. Cause that lip, like, oh girl, like that pharmacist was terrible. He forgot her birthday. Like, how can you not fuck a nigga with a jet? When a nigga you've been with since you could walk. The forgot your birthday. Forgot and your birthday. And you came from time a the, farm. You came from a farm. Like, you got all this long, glorious hair. <sighs> like, you learning out here that light skins is valuable out here in the big city of D.C. You look what right in D.C. <laughs> uh, it was in D.C. Yes, but somehow he ain't working to CVS. He still managed to work at, like, some local pharmacy that don't exist. This is pre-gentrification in D.C. <laughs> <laughs> probably worked on 7th Street. Probably was over on Florida Come Ave. On. You better know your you DC better know your DC Sam. history. But that damn pharmacy looked out of place than the fuck. I, I literally thought it was making Georgia because, <laughs> because that's where the shit was still filmed. Do you probably see Peachtree Street somewhere in that motherfucker still? 
for whatever reason. But it know. happened in DC. It was whatever. in DC. So of course the nigga with the jet uh, who was like, you know what? Take off your clothes. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm I going was, on an adventure with this nigga. I'm definitely going. She got her uh <laughs> the thing I knew that was fucked up about that movie, how it was gonna go downhill. Was when she was using those, she was putting on her makeup and she was still country as fuck at this point, right? She was putting on her makeup with one of those pink sponges, one of them bad bitches. One of them beauty blender bad bitches sponges when they first came out. I'm like, this shit is not accurate. She wouldn't know about no goddamn beauty, uh, beauty bad bitch pink sponge she to was, blend. She was not watching her YouTube videos. Well, she videos. was working with Kim Kardashian. So, I mean, maybe they told her, look, bitch, uh, you can't be coming in here with this unblended ass makeup. <laughs> Here's a tip. Blend. Blend. <laughs> or, Show like, they sent an email, like a passive aggressive email with, like, how to do your makeup. <laughs> you know. Change out your shoes. Anyway, the point is Tyler Perry is on some bullshit. He didn't got this Oprah chick. And just lost his way. Um, Well, he ain't losing. We just documented like this is the way he was always going. This is, you know, (laughs) this is where he was meant to be. Goddamn. But I just, I think everyone has to come to a point. When they let these motherfuckers go. These black men are telling y'all who they are. They're like, listen, I told you from jump. <laughs> I I tolerate my blackness, but I would like these white coins. <laughs> so And I would hate these black women if you that's what you need. If me. all they want me to do is just hate black women, <laughs> I mean I'm not really dating you all anyway, so why not? Goddamn. But then like the other part of that, right, is like then they hate them themselves. So yeah. like Lee Daniels and Tyler oh, yeah. and the other gay nigga who be pretending to be straight. Donnie McClurkin. Donnie McCloset. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. Right, like it you can all say what you want. <laughs> just... Your family. Yeah, whatever. That you hate. I'm <laughs> not Donnie McCloset. Y'all, this is I, I'm trying not I think we should just go there. Like, I really have to talk about the black church right now because y'all are literally bringing up 2018. It's two, I'm in 2008 right now, just really wanting to go there because I have a whole dance performance to We Fall Down, but we get up with my cousins that we performed at our family our family reunion. So like all these things are coming full circle for me. Are you okay? <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> yep, Jasmine is holding her this is, this is really hard for me. Because <laughs> everybody ain't even in. First, she started to show like, what up, niggas? You went 2016. <laughs> Turns out, Amber's actually nine years ago right now. Niggas. <laughs> <laughs> That's why she's stuck in the past, y'all. Yes, she I'm, ain't even stuck in 2016, 2008. Because you niggas have misbehaved so you, bad. Why is your shit catching up to us in 2017? <laughs> so nobody has ever talked to Kim Burrell and told her. When she started doing this secular music. Kim now. Burrell. <laughs> Do you know how proud I was to, him a, to hear a Kim Burrell run on one of my favorite artists? CD like it was it was like my world maybe 
just things have gotten better. Maybe black people in these black ass churches are having these real ass conversations. I just because really if appreciate not, how hopeful you are. I really am hopeful because I see myself grow. Word. And I see what can happen when you allow yourself to share spaces mm. with people who don't think like you. Mm. That is literally my story. My story is I left Columbus to go to this women's college <laughs> to be this good woman. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so y'all up here being lesbians, huh? Like there's a coming out week. There's people from the like uh, suburban areas. There's people talking about different religions. All these things are going on. And I realized how people were able to, it wasn't necessarily just a book or just um, an article or a fact that got me to thinking the way I do now. It was relationships. And I would hope that Kim Burrell can see the, the magnitude of a Frank Ocean and what he means to pop culture right now as someone who has came like to come out as talking about their sexuality not being heterosexual but, but it actually would go right into that simply because it falls under the umbrella of hate the sin love the sinner love the sinner and it's always been this separation or only surrounding yourself with like-minded people to protect your righteous mind so that you can focus on the love of God and serving and being less and like humbling yourself so that God might build you up or what have you. But I also know that in order for that message to really resonate, in order to be a true missionary, you do have to talk to people. You have to meet people who aren't like you. And it's just so sad to see someone who is in the mix, who is sharing a space with a Janelle Monet, who is talking about a hidden figures when we know black women aren't represented, but still holding these hateful ass thoughts. I mean, the you are literally sitting under Bayard Rustin. Bayard Rustin is credited as the architect of the civil rights movement, meaning nonviolent strategy. And of course, I'm not saying this to you listeners. Nonviolent strategy, all, he did that research, mm-hmm. right? Like put that strategy in motion gay black man and he is working with Martin Luther King who's junior directly and the moment that the CIA or whomever is like we heard about that gay dude that's over there working with y'all don't make us leak this and we can also talk about the erasure of him in the civil rights movement etc etc but you think about that time and him working with the Southern Christian SELC Leadership Council. A lot of those folks saw Bayard Rustin as a pervert. They saw him as an abomination. And if the leaders of our civil rights movement, the people who are fighting for our liberation, can feel that way about the person who has brought in the radical strategy that makes America pay attention, then... What does that mean? Especially when we haven't had a mainstream discourse around all the queer folks, the queer leadership, the queer entertainers, the folks that we admire most have been queer. But we literally can't talk about that during Black History Month as a people because of this Christian notion that these people are damned to hell. So Kim Burrell is following that legacy. 
But I don't think you can have a conversation about Bayard Rustin without having a conversation about lesser-known folks like mm-hmm. Gladys Bentley and Alice Dunbar-Nelson, the ex-wife of Paul Lawrence Dunbar, right. who are also queer. I mean, you don't have a Harlem Renaissance without black queer folks. Mm-hmm. All of them niggas was fucking each other. Mm-hmm. All of them niggas was queer. Langston and Elaine Locke and Zora Neale Hurston and Richard Bruce Nugent Bless and you. all of oh. them we're all queer, Moms right? Mangly. So you're not just talking about sitting under Bayard. You're sitting under Whitney and Maya Angelou. Yes. And we done all heard the stories. Or if you have it, you should try to. <laughs> about how, like, Maya mm-hmm. was queer. And Whitney was fucking old girl. Um, her, like, assistant, right? Like, or her, her best friend. I never noticed how queer this wall is. So <laughs> we gotta upload yeah, a picture of this one. Okay, go ahead. And so... Queer black people have existed... As long as black people have existed. And blackness has... I mean, I always say blackness has always been queer. And I just think two things. One is y'all got to start start giving y'all hags talking points so they stay on message. And y'all don't need to stop being... Kimberell especially. But also like Donnie McCloset and all of these other folks need to stop being theologically lazy. Like the King James version of the Bible that people go back to is a political document. And also don't none of y'all niggas speak Hebrew or Aramaic or <laughs> like the original translation. So like we're people are ba- people are like legit building a practice of spiritual abuse around a document they don't actually understand. So you need to reach out to a motherfucking theologian, reach out to some folks like Candace Simpson and Brittany Cooper and Darnell Moore and Ahmaud Green and Nile Fort and Yvette Flunder and Cedric oh. Harmon. Like, we got some theologians and y'all don't understand what y'all are talking about and y'all are damning people to hell and y'all don't know shit about Christianity. That girl can suck, kiss the blackest part of my ass. I don't care about Kimberell. <laughs> what I care about is the people who are impacted by what she says who are told that, like, they are not whole or human, and baby, that's just a lie. So mm-hmm. we have introduced queer to this yeah. space. We have a lot of folks who aren't familiar with that language. So if one of you can give a definition or why we are, or tell us why we're using the word queer as opposed to gay. So queer is just a way to talk about people who are not necessarily straight or and not necessarily... I don't know how to say cisgender, like cisgender or like matching the gender they were assigned at birth. Mm -hmm. So like, it can be- You were born a girl, they smacked you on the butt, said this is a girl, and as you were growing up, you were socialized to be a girl. Right. You have no objections. That's a cisgendered person. You agree with the gender you were assigned at birth. Right. And maybe not all of the stereotypes around that gender, like- Right. um, But you're like, yes, this, this sex identification- is cool for me. But queer is just a way to say, you know, maybe I'm not straight and I'm not necessarily cisgender. Either of those can be true. Both of those can be true. Um, but yeah, non-straight, non-cis. And it's also a political identity, right? Yeah, but we can talk about that shit. So I think, so here's, here's what I want to also do in order to talk about this. Because a lot of times when we talk about queerness and giving definitions... Um, what I hear us doing and trying to explain this is whole room for everybody, right? Mm-hmm. I want us, I want our listeners to know that our intention is to always hold room for everyone 
And then also our intention is to speak to people who have never heard these things before, Mm -hmm. which sometimes means lending ourselves to being able to speak about this the way your mother would speak about this or the way your sister who is has not seen a college campus. So to be able to say queer is like not straight. And then people are like, well, what about these folks? Like, yes, we also see you. But I think this for this particular conversation and what is the reason why I feel so passionately about having it is because folks like Kim Burrell are saying what they're saying to people who don't have access to any of this stuff. Right. Who don't even know that people like them who don't see themselves as necessarily straight or who may think they're gay or who may think they're bisexual or just know that the way they don't like wearing jeans or dresses or they want to try wearing other things, that it's that those people exist in the world as well. But- and what Kim Burrell is saying is not the only viewpoint. There was also the this language around a homosexual spirit. Yes. And oh my it god. It being related to a kind of perversion, mm-hmm. as well as also condemning people to death. Mm-hmm. Like these, this is the kind of language. Like people don't recognize that hate exist on a scale yes. usually. Now, Kimberell might be the kind of hateful person and most likely won't go kill a queer person after church service. You know, she might even give a queer person a coat if they needed one because we know that a lot of queer folks deal with housing insecurity and homelessness because of their sexual identity, right? So, as a Christian, Kimberell would probably gladly give the cold the the coat off her back. And this is me giving grace because this is right. a Christian claim, right? <laughs> claim it, baby. Um because <clears throat> people are gonna hear themselves in this. Right. That's However, somebody could easily hear Kimberell's speech and rhetoric around this perversion, this uh, notion around you are evil, and proceed to murder someone which we have seen countlessly with gay black men. We've seen it with trans black women. Them identified queer folks are largely in danger Mm -hmm. because of this rhetoric. Mm -hmm. So I wonder, do we have any resources that we want to give folks? So we've said these things mm -hmm. around Kimberell. What would we recommend people to go read? So, Sexuality in the Black Church by Kelly Brown Douglas is a really good read. Just like it's real short, it's a real cute, um, but it does a really good job of framing like why black folks specifically hold on to these gender notions about masculinity and femininity. Because um, it's something that helps keep us safe. Mm-hmm. And it's something that is violent and no longer serves us, and we're afraid to let it go. Mm-hmm. I also recommend Yvette Flunder's book, Where the Edge Gathers. Um, my homie Candace Simpson, uh, who's a student at Union Theological Seminary, has a bunch of videos around queerness and Christianity. Um, it's C A N D A C E Simpson. You could just look her up on YouTube. Uh, the Crunk Feminist Collection just came out, um, and so you could go there to look at some work. Um, Many Voices is a website that you can go to to read more, um, but also. You could just think, you could just, if you are a person in the black church, right? So we often operate through this idea of liberation theology Mm -hmm. and is what you're saying liberating someone, Mm. right? 
Like, not that's what, what you that's think. That's supposed to be the whole point. And not yeah. from who you think they should be, but does it give them the tools to be affirmed and whole in themselves? And when you affirm somebody in themselves, it frees them. Mm-hmm. So just, like, think about it. Does what you're saying do that? And if it doesn't, it's probably some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And I just find it so... Another piece that came up for me was when... How she threw Eddie Long and HIV into the conversation, too. Back to Tyler Perry. We give all gay black men AIDS yeah. in the movies as well. It, it doesn't, they don't even have to have... Down like, low. we don't even have to give black... With this whole thing with Eddie Long... Mm-hmm. He could just lose a lot of weight and be right. rumored to be gay and cough. And now he has HIV. Or as some black folks talk about, full-blown AIDS. <laughs> Whatever. But also, Eddie is. Long is tricky as well because this is the way in which <laughs> black folk Black folks didn't have a lot to say when he was molesting those teenage boys. Mm-hmm. But this is the way, the roundabout way of condemning Eddie Long for their behavior. But at the time, you could hear more than but a it's mouse never, pissing on cotton. Yeah, but there, <laughs> it also, even now, it's not about, it's not about him raping, being a, predator. being a predator. It's about him being gay. Right. Or him being believed to be gay. Right. I don't know. I just think that the reason, I went back and watched Kim Burrell's video, and I actually watched it a couple of times, and then I went and watched her apology. And for me, I think the reason why it's been circling in my head so much too is because when I think about when I think about my um, childhood or growing up in Columbus, Ohio, how the church was just such a big part of it. Even now, when like Hillary Clinton talks about a thriving black community, she's like, "But they have great churches." Like church culture is so deeply connected to us whether that's accurate or not i know it's how i grew up i don't know if that's the case for everyone else but it's definitely where i learned a lot of this it it's how i learned a lot of how to talk about social justice issues or and i think my disappointment even trying to be hopeful around it was if i can grow and jasmine and i have talked about this on the first black joy mixtape if we can grow in all these areas, if churches are learning how to preach from, if pastors are learning how to preach from iPads and get on social media and put videos online, how are you in these spaces and not engaging on these things all the time? I'm seeing the shift sometimes happen with like some of our church humor videos, which is a big thing I follow like Kevin stage because I find it feels familiar to me. It feels like home. And I find that they're almost they're, they're speaking on pop culture moments to bring it back to Christianity and to have these conversations. I mean, there's also the piece around black churches can't teach Jesus the way they like. Jesus usually is still within this very white, mm-hmm. persecuted kind of narrative, whereas black churches should be talking about Jesus as the enemy of the state explicitly. Jesus as an undocumented person. Jesus as a wrongfully detained and incarcerated person. Jesus as the the radical figure in which he was. And liberatory and, and teaching the Bible from a liberatory approach. Especially in the ways in which 
um, the black the black church is positioned as part of black liberation movement as we move through whether that's that's real or mm-hmm. just a place for people to convene well it is real i mean the church is where a lot of our schools started the, uh, a lot of places where our loan funds how we bank etc cetera, etc cetera. this is where the church is the foundation cool but along with the changes with black folks a lot in a lot of ways the black church hasn't grown or evolved with black people just isn't enough it isn't enough and that's why you see a lot of black folks not identifying as christian Mm -hmm. nearly as much i don't have the numbers but there's all these studies around black folks are being starting to identify more with spirituality i just saw an article about black women practicing um older religions you know for the people who are still there uh-huh. So, so what does that look like? What does that look like? I mean, so I grew up in a black church and I think I was very much politicized in my black church, right? Like I learned I was a part of the NAACP youth and college division, it was on the youth choir, youth usher board, youth council, like Yeah, was re- all that shit. Mm-hmm. Like Guild Girls, EU MBA, Lock Carry, like Literally all 18 years. Including like the Girl Scouts, right? Like my church had Girl Scouts and boys. Like, so you could literally, like church was almost like an after school program. Right. Like you got all of your kind of social interaction through through the, the black church in my area. So two things. One is I don't think people think about as we're stigmatizing all of these people with HIV, how what Kim Burrell says actually furthers HIV transmission rates. Like, literally, so this, um, I forgot who it was, but he said, close your eyes and envision a little black boy on a playground. And this little black boy has a white classmate, and the classmate calls him a nigger, right? So the boy goes home and tells his mama, and his mama tells him, you are fiercely and wonderfully made. And his daddy tells him, you are fiercely and wonderfully made. And this little boy gets reinforcements that, like, who he is can is good in the midst of this traumatic thing that's happened. So same little boy, same seven-year-old little boy, right? A classmate calls him a faggot. And he goes home, and his mama tells him to stop being a sissy. And his daddy tells him that he needs to man up, right? And so we end up reinforcing this idea that any display of femininity, even in children who are not sexual or sexualized at all, is bad. And so we teach children to hate themselves. And we also teach them to, like, be really messed up to other people who are like that. And what happens if that little boy is gay? Mm-hmm. What if the it ha- what happens when that little boy goes out in the world to seek validation, believing that he is condemned to hell? Well, then people don't use condoms, and people don't start prep, and people don't have like what we think of as safer sex mm-hmm. because they are already told that listen, if I'm, I'm going, going to, to hell, die. I'm gonna do it with gasoline draws on and mm-hmm. a cocktail in my hand and maybe a little coke, right? And so then mm-hmm. like. It literally is that belief that makes people go out and not necessarily protect themselves. Mm -hmm. And I think to bring this back to black joy, like to to think about what the joy in in the conversation is, it's really how how black folks, I've seen black folks like clap back Mm -hmm. and say, not today, son. Like black queer folks, we run y'all churches. What's the black church without black queer folks? Come on. Who's dressing you? 
your choir director. Who sold that hat? Your minister of music. Hell, most of the time, y'all pastors. Like, let's <laughs> talk about it and be about it. Uh, out here. So, you know what? If you want to take us out the church, then you ain't got no black church tradition to stand on. So, I Who's mean, going to coordinate the fashion the, show? Who is going to coordinate the Christmas cantata? <laughs> who is going to cook? Who is on the welcoming committee to cook the goddamn macaroni and cheese? Goddamn! Who gonna play this organ the way you like Who's it? gonna play Selection B, bitch? Who is finna <laughs> who talk about your money? Who's counting your money? Where your treasurers and Who's your Who's teaching the kids? Who's watching your badass kids? The gays. Right. And y'all in y'all family, in y'all churches. Come From on. From the dance team to the goddamn pulpit. Gay people are in your church and you know it. And you know it. And, and you I, know it. So Christianity beyond black church is dominant and is a global form of oppression. It is not unique to black folks. Nope. And ain't none of that. So even if you did not grow up in the black church. Everybody is hit by All that. y'all know what Christian rhetoric looks like. You know what it sounds like. So why so many of y'all are getting married and divorced? Y'all can pick up on the culture. Right. The fact that we are talking about the holy... The the fact when we were talking about marriage equality as problematic as that shit was, you know, we're still talking about a holy union. We're talking about a holy union with a tax status. Mm -hmm. So we are talking about at the very root, some folks love talking about the forefathers of this country. The fact that marriage as a religious practice has a tax status goes against the very fabric of the separation of church and state in this country. And God we trust. (laughs) And God we trust is on your money. On your money. So... No matter where you fall, no matter if you you if you are a career Christian or not, if if you grew up in the church or didn't, you know, you know all of these symbols and it impacts your life. And in fact, it impacts your government. And your government is using these these very same principles that Kimberrell is spewing in her church to start rolling out these policies yes <laughs> y'all so, allow us to be using we're like, talking about we every week we talk about how white people have no self-control mm-hmm. and the one of the first concepts in america is manifest destiny manifest destiny around this land hey i found a god must intended it it must be mine <laughs> So using Christian Christianity or or this this notion of Christianity to justify the exploitation, the colonization, and then eventually the ownership of black bodies. So we're talking about indigenous people and then the ownership of black folks is all under this precipice. Mm -hmm. I mean, a Christian at first you could be freed from slavery. At first you could be freed from slavery if you converted to Christianity. That was a real thing for <laughs> black folks in the colonies. Eventually, that was like, too many of you niggas is taking on to this Jesus shit a little too fast. <laughs> and we ain't built this country yet. <laughs> Just, I found it. It's mine. Yes. Fuck the shit that was here. Yeah. I mean, I think that like... <laughs> That's canceled. Like, That's canceled. <laughs> I would like a 7-Eleven right here. That right Harris now. Teeter used to be a skating rink. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so, Move this Harris 
Harriet Tubman School for the Children. Goddamn, I want a soul cycle, bitch. So I feel like this is a this is a question, right? That comes up for me. No self control. Also, I don't know y'all God. So like the God that y'all trust and the Jesus Kim Burrell is talking about. I don't know them. We've never met. We don't cross paths. Who's she? She do nails? Like, <laughs> my guy is a brown, undocumented uh, child of a single mother yes. in an exile, who was exiled from his land and rolls around with 12 homies and a sister girl who is out here just chilling. With a and very getting, understanding stepdaddy. <laughs> who's just out here to love and support him. Like, he was I, like, sure, Mary, bitch, you, I flex with you. I flex with you still, girl. <laughs> you said an angel came to you, girl? Well, all right, cool, bitch. I mean, I'm a little mad that I ain't hit it first, but I, I can roll baby, with I get it. it. Yeah, I mean, shit. I can roll with it, shit. The nigga turned out good, goddamn. We Jesus did. really did make something of himself. We did that. <laughs> Jacob ain't get on more or nothing. He was, was like, like, okay. I love Mary, goddamn. I love. You know, we are, we everybody had their problems. <laughs> so like, I don't know the guy. I don't know the guy Camarell is talking about and I'm just like, girl, Kim Burrell, it just I just had a flashback to like being 14 and some motherfucker like it's scary. Goddamn pervert. Goddamn. Okay. That was the same around the same time. Isn't it every uncle who says that is the one who makes the nasty comments about the girls at the family goddamn reunion? Come on. I just want to say Girl, you coming into your thoughts. Please, please understand who you are allied with. Mm Mm-hmm. The the actual perverts. (laughs) That are abusing our family, terrorizing our families, terrorizing our girls in our neighborhoods, talking about they just being fast, Mm. when really it's your nasty ass. It's you. It's you. And it's you. If it's not you, you the person enabling it. So let's just call a thing a thing. Let's call a spade a spade. Y'all out here wilding. You still let your uncle get drunk at the function. And y'all know he nasty. And fill up on his nieces. And say, well, don't get around him when he drunk. Stop inviting the nigga places. Please. Keep that ass Or at whoop home. his ass. Or whoop My his Angela ass. My Angelou said don't do that, yo. <laughs> My well, Angelou also saying... said you can catch these hands. And I'm a firm believer <laughs> that that was an original quote of one Marguerite Johnson. Y'all need to whoop ass and have conversations about it afterwards. Like, you can't just not talk for much. We ain't white. Don't kill it. No. <laughs> we ain't white, people. But you can't disown each other for the whole but his ass misery style then I mean you do what you gotta do girl I'm sorry that's just uh who's going to run the Christmas cantana cantata cantata the Christmas bazaar that's my favorite thing the cantata like why are we using words like cantata for an evening event I mean teas why not we so big and bold <laughs> give me some white gloves and a sugar cube thank Please. you let's we make our ushers this. wear all white just <laughs> to open a door <laughs> because you got a big clean casket sharp and casket a sharp I ain't seen a, a usher without a skirt above knee length <laughs> Never. <laughs> Always pristine. Who's gonna really fill out the tenor out second alto section though? Without the I gaze. need to know. I no one. I don't Who know. Who is gonna write the arrangement to the new Ty Tribbett song? 
Who is going to be the new Ty Trivet? <laughs> if we kicking motherfuckers out, who's gonna take Ty Trivet's spot? Listen here, Dedrick, and, and I just want everybody. To- Stop. It. And I just want to say for Stop the mask women and trans men and femme queens, we see you too. And I just want to know that I, I really want to know if y'all stop letting queer and trans people in your church, who is going to help build? Who's going to be on the, on the building committee? Yeah, we just see y'all. I just want everyone to just like <laughs> know there's another way. I just want to know why pastors always constantly be out. having asthma attacks when you're trying to give me a word. The and all, all I want to do is give you some abuterol and a sip of water. This the theatrics. I love. How else are you supposed churches. to get a show on TBN if oh. you ain't bringing the heat? Oh my god, and sweating. I mean, I just need y'all oh to wear, listen. I, there are there is there are different cloths that you can wear <laughs> that are breathable All fabrics. This yelling and hollering, y'all ain't probably us is not your friend in this predicament. Not with these high ass lights. No. <laughs> Which, if you would have listened to the queers, they would have told you. We tried to tell you you need you need uplighting to keep yourself cool. We were trying to look out for you, my dear. I just want to let you know. Uplighting in a fan, <laughs> but y'all out here playing. Anywho, Sam, I have a read for Kimberell. Okay, you ready? All right, you want to hum? You want us to leave you, this show? Yes, you can hum. All right, <laughs> dearest Kim. Let's have this conversation, girl. Mm. From your lace front mm. to your Louboutins. Ooh. We have we have dressed you, well. snatched you, made you up, well. and put you on your way. Well. I mean, hell, even Janelle's mm. queer ass was willing to let you be great. Oh my god. But my sister. Come on, put your you wig on. Put your wig on straight. And get it together in the name of black Jesus. Because you don't know what the hell you are talking about. And you are damning people to hell. Not realizing that you in the boat right along with us. Because people don't like your woman preaching ass either. So if you really, 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 really want to apologize and not give us some trash ass Mm. bullshit. Come on, come on. You are more than welcome to have a smooth conversation with anyone of a black queer person who is a theologian, maybe, Come on. and can get your ass together. We got some. We Until got some names. then, I think that queer should boycott you. You should constantly walk around with a L'Oreal concealer <laughs> and Payless shoes <laughs> for as long as you have a theology. You gotta walk as this trash. <laughs> Until you As do right by me, all names all the shoes you wear will be plastic. <laughs> Some people might say that's harsh. Well, so what? What she did me was even worse. And listen here, listen here, you little raggedy heifer. <laughs> I just want to be very clear that we have built the black church. And we were in your audience. Come on, come on. And so if somebody goes out and slashes your tires, <laughs> I don't condone it, but I ain't going to be mad neither. <laughs> you think I'm supposed to feel sorry for the bitch? I don't. 
I'm supposed to feel sorry for that bitch. I don't. But on real talk, black queer people, when you hear this, black gay, lesbian, <laughs> next black- time he come out, I'm gonna give him a little sugar, a girl pee, and see how he like it. <laughs> but in reality, like black queer folks, black gay folks, lesbians, <laughs> bisexual, trans folks, Man. gender queer folks, same gender loving folks. I know it's been hard. Girl. I know that folks keep telling us that we ain't shit and we are not divine. And whatever divinity looks like for you, if it looks like believing in like a Christian God or if you are um, Muslim and or Jewish or you are spiritual or you are agnostic, we've been here. We've been holy. We've been divine. We've been ordained. We've been badass as hell. Mm-hmm. And nothing that she says can ever change that. Amen. Mm. We You're love really you. We we love you. Hey. hey. <laughs> that was great. Thank you, Sam. And now that we have held black people. So the shortcut is your upcoming president and his friends is shortcut. fucking shit up. <laughs> and nobody wants to put no qualms. They said 30 days or less. I don't know what y'all going to do for health care, but it definitely won't be Obamacare. That's the damn <laughs> I mean, you ain't got to get health care. You ain't got to go home, That's but you got to get the fuck up off this. You I know that. Have, you can't have this broken ass needed improvement system. <laughs> I don't know what y'all thought. I don't know what you thought. Um, I know y'all just getting acclimated to this program. I know that the the government has done absolutely nothing to expand this program um, since it made its very symbolic and historical, you know, win, you know, but we have not listened to the critiques that folks had around not having a public option. We didn't listen to when folks were saying, hey, these insurance companies are charging a lot of goddamn money for this insurance in exchange. But y'all just was like, this tax credit, though, is enough. I know they didn't expand Medicaid down south, but the ones of y'all that got Medicaid, and let me pat myself states, on the back. Some states literally blocked those <laughs> of you who were no. supposed to get it. So, so now we're in a moment that you <clears throat> niggas who got used to this insurance, we go out and about to take that. Y'all that got some Medicaid expansion, we probably going to take that. And, and we're going to take more folks off Medicaid because we got this idea called a block grant. Y'all going to love that. And yet again... <laughs> Poor white people voted against their best interests because the first motherfuckers who got hit were the coal miners, goddamn. <laughs> As if they didn't have to deal with fracking. Now you don't even have the protections that were built into the ACA against, what is it called? Black lung. Black lung. My God. Still, you are losing. But you know, my mama used to tell me, don't cut off your nose to spite your... Was it? Don't cut to, off your... To spite your, your face. face. Mm-hmm. And white people have cut off their face to spite their ear. Yeah. <laughs> like, and I don't know what kind of crazy you have to be to do this, but I'm just like, and I'm like, what the fuck? Mm-mm. You can't necessarily attempt to ration with it. I think we are in a moment where instead of the folks, these white liberals who have taken upon themselves to label themselves as the superior ones mm-hmm. of the white race. Um, it's time for y'all <laughs> to like actually step up and do some radical ass shit. 
Um, cause right now y'all got all the ideas around safety pins. Y'all got all the ideas. <laughs> y'all got this whole march about to pop off. Goddamn. Y'all tried y'all best <clears throat> to intervene with the electoral college with less than a month. Over here, Jill started raising money like Umar Johnson. Goddamn. <laughs> ain't no school. Ain't, ain't no school. school. <laughs> ain't no recount. I don't trust nobody with a goddamn GoFundMe. I'm don't. <laughs> no, I'm done with GoFundMe, goddamn. Oh, Umar Johnson, Black Joy Mixtape, do what? When we do our GoFundMe, y'all better donate to that shit. <laughs> However, Jill Skine and Umar Johnson, y'all thought it was those black parents raising money to bury their babies. No, no. it's not them who are abusing GoFundMe. It's Jill Stein and a black man named Umar, Omar, Johnson, Tyrone from wherever the fuck abusing the shit. Goddamn. I'm over it. That's all I had to say about a yeah. go- fucking GoFundMe So, campaign. I think really what happened is... A $4 million dollar goal! <laughs> Oh my Johnson got a four million dollar goal on Four million? We are not making this up. But how dare you ask black people to give you upwards of four million dollars? Because Dollar said he needed a jet. And Umar was like, big. That's a When have you ever it. known a black man to not misuse four million dollars? The fuck? Meanwhile, y'all doing micro loans to black women. I'm sorry. I just give black women $10 or give like women of color $10 in a foreign country and they can reshape their communities and build water huts and whatever the fuck. But we supposed to give Omar Johnson $4 million? So. My bad. <laughs> I thought we were done with Umar, but because <laughs> I just wasn't prepared to revisit Umar. But I agree. <laughs> I shake my neck. And I'm the upright. Mike Pence. <laughs> I'm just so disappointed in hotel niggas. I told you on the show. I know, like I love them. So like it's so it's so especially with white people misbehaving at this level like <laughs> on this scale yes this right. scale of misbehaving Mac- and Mac- I give a fuck you can't I need <laughs> I need the Kimberrells of the world I need the Umar Johnsons I need the Chris the Bruce Browns you know whether or not they blood affiliated or not. Um, I need I need all of y'all to like really get a grip and give us some type of sanctuary from this Please. bullshit because I'm looking at the mainstream hell. Like so, I'm looking at this shit unfold on Ball Alert yesterday. <laughs> at the same so I was time, on Baller Alert. <laughs> At the same time, CNN is like, yeah, your boy Mike Pence is about to roll back this Obamacare by February 21st. And I'm just sitting there watching the shit like, damn, and I ain't even selected my insurance plan yet. Like, <laughs> My card ain't call, even in the mail. I got to call Blue Cross to like straighten some shit out. And I'm just thinking about the amount of time I'm going to be on the phone for some shit that ain't even going to be around next yeah. month. Like, I... I had to sit through a, a two-hour-long presentation <laughs> about the public option. And you mean to tell me 
So y'all, if y'all haven't signed up for the Affordable Care Act, you have until January thirty first. <laughs> you have until January thirty first. I hope you get your medical card. Please, y'all still sign up. I'm gonna be on the phone figuring it out. Sign I up. I promise. Go to getcovered.org <laughs> and also. Folks are out here mobilizing. Like, call your elected officials. Call, tell your mom and them. Tell your past. Call. I'm just. I'm hype. I'm like, call <laughs> Jesus and everybody else because we gotta fight this shit. Like, we gotta we, call our representatives. Call I mean, our representatives. We like, have to because they did try to roll back the ethics committee early this week on oh. some sneak this type shit. Like, yeah, we just gonna sneak away this <laughs> ethics committee. We gonna sneak away. But apparently, what somebody sounded the alarm and the alarm went off. And then even Donald Trump had to get on Twitter and be like, "Hey, y'all, y'all can't do that." And then it was like, "Oh yeah, that's right." And they decided to roll that back. So they I think just like, is, we'll just fill it with all our niggas though. Like, <laughs> we're just waiting. We'll just wait. We snuck it in like a little after we got sworn in, so we can do this like in the middle of May. But I just want to let you know, like that was on the second, right? That was on Monday. Yeah, that was the on Monday. The federal government was still closed, closed on Monday. Like niggas was still on holiday break. Was at home. People hadn't finished washing their drawers for the rest of the week. But you know, this is what happens when you ain't worked in eight years. You get eat like, oh shit, look alive, niggas. Scotus like we supposed to like scale you've been in the in the ground. How we long shut now? down the government once he has a year. decomposed at this point. We gotta do a lot of work to recover this little nigga body. No. Oh my god. Scalia was Scalia Scallion, whatever his Scalia, name. The, the goddamn racist Supreme Court justice that passed. Uh, it's um, so depressing. Obama picked this mediocre person. And the Republicans was like, yeah, actually, about that, I'm not doing this. He I'm, not, I'm not doing it. I don't care. Meanwhile, we, picked, couldn't, we couldn't get a black woman nominee. I would have personally, if I was Obama. Pick, Obama could have picked David Duke to be on the Supreme Court. <laughs> Judge Joe <laughs> Brown. <laughs> and they would have been like, no. No. <laughs> no. Not until my George. nigga get in office. I ain't doing shit. I ain't doing a goddamn goddamn thing. And that's what, that's actually but what I, voting no, trying to repeal the We can't even get Democrats to offer but us y'all, some real y'all legislation. Off day, just feel with the hope and spirit of a racist tomorrow. Y'all at work super early sending emails talking about what's voting, Chad. That's How do you feel about this? A racist tomorrow. GOP. A racist Meanwhile, tomorrow. Meanwhile, the the Democrats uh, woke up two seconds before. Like, oh shit! Election. What y'all ooh, did? Ooh, we should do a sit-in today. <laughs> <laughs> we should get rid of the electoral college now. <laughs> <laughs> like y'all had everything for eight years. Also, while we are here, this sessions, the Senator Sessions that's trying to become the Attorney General just ain't turning over his paperwork. <laughs> so I also call your representative about demanding that shit too. Your, your senators. Because this confirmation is going down and he just ain't filled out the application. <laughs> now I don't know about y'all, but every time I apply for a state job, a federal job, or whatever bitch. fuck, let me leave any one of them motherfuckers blank. They like, hold on, bitch. Did you see this asterisk? You better put your middle initial in that motherfucker. Tell me how many bubbles is in this goddamn soap bar, goddamn. But you know my state of federal job when I applied for a job at Old Navy. (laughs) 
this is what how many they jelly are very, beans they are very clear about what is necessary on the application like, old, at the old name y'all <laughs> but it's even worse cause Senator Sessions is like omitting full ass decades of his career from this application yeah that racism shit didn't happen no. that racist shit I said about three months ago nah Meanwhile, um, <laughs> we got answer questions. That racist on, time in Alabama? No. <laughs> we got to answer questions like if you had to steal $5 from the register, would you A, steal the $5 or B, not steal the $5? <laughs> and then they come No, up they with don't ask like, about you. They be like, you see Mary looming <laughs> over the cashier drawer. A few minutes later, $20 is missing. What do you do? Do you tell? (laughs) Do you ask Mary? Hey, have you seen the $20? Do you replace the $20 with your own $20? When I was a kid applying for those jobs at 16, my mom, I was like, what the fuck is this? She's like, it's a test. It's a personality test. It's a personality test. And my mom literally told me, Answer it like you're a white person. <laughs> did they give you a drug test afterwards? Girl, I, not only did they give me a drug test afterwards, they made me go back and take the test because I answered everything correctly <laughs> type of shit. I was so in tune with you what was- a white person would want. <laughs> it was like, you did really well on this. I want you to take it you're again. You're too black to Because know what you, you look like a nigga. <laughs> and you said at you no point. Dark skin, you a tall dark skin nigga, and you me. literally are saying, "Lock that bitch up." <laughs> I don't give a fuck if she needed ten dollars for no goddamn what a bus. Throw her, <laughs> throw her in the fucking back, goddamn. You stole from CVS, bitch. That's how I was answering those goddamn questions. I will never forget that shit. And then ended up so not, I think I've told you this story before. No, this I ended is great. up not taking the job because I was offended by the drug test. <laughs> I'm like, that's integrity, right there. I hey. teach Bible study, bitch. I'm not on drugs. I'm not on drugs. <laughs> Ten years later. Ten years later. <laughs> Sorry. Forget mandatory drug testings. Fuck them damn personality tests that don't consider that niggas need ten dollars out here. Sometimes and Walmart ain't gonna miss it because you know they ain't paying sure. people's health insurance anyway. Won't let you log more than forty hours. If I steal so. some chicken nuggets, so what? So what? Goddamn, um, I don't get Obamacare. Shit. Now I, for all my niggas that hear this, don't get arrested because I ain't got no bail money for you. But also, <laughs> let's also dismantle bail, cash bail. <laughs> I would like to dismantle all the things that do not serve me. <laughs> Shit. The and my Republicans, The Republicans are doing it. They ain't paying taxes. They're like, let's get... We are t- we are the worst at ethics. Let's get rid of that first. <laughs> let's do that first. first. Let's do that oh, first. They, <laughs> I think about Tony Morrison. They killed the white girl first. They killed the white Come girl on, first. Come on, Paradise. <laughs> I'm over everybody. So, anyway, that brings us to... <laughs> <laughs> giving the back that white people is acting up on mass scale in 2017 Resist. what should we be thinking about in terms of resistance uh, organizing strategy what should our priorities or demands be focused on 
So, um, I have the esteemed uh, honor being a member of BYP 100. Hey. Shout, out, shout out to y'all. BYP. <laughs> Unapologetically black folks. I love being black. I said I love being black. Shout out to Janae Taylor for that. Amen. Um, but, you know, I can't, the campaign we've been running for about the last year has been the Fund Black Futures and Build Black Futures campaign. And so, um, I think in this moment, we are absolutely still very much invested in, like, funding and building black futures. So, uh, and not just, like, in addition to absolutely reparations, but, like, community control of policing and um, control over our educational systems, which um, is going to be a real uphill battle because of Betty DeVos, who Trump has also appointed. Um, for what? What's she getting an appointment for? For the Department of Education. Oh, yeah, the anti-education Yeah, woman. the anti- the woman who wants to privatize education. Mm. Um, we are really invested in creating an economic structure for black folks where we can like exist and thrive and so part of what i think we should all be demanding is that when we invest in black people when we build black futures everybody wins right Mm -hmm. so we we don't just get obamacare we get a public option we get universal payer when we build black Mm -hmm. futures we don't just get and into gentrification, we get communities own cooperatively owning land. We get like um, community land ownership structures like Cooperation Jackson, right? Um, we get control over our schools, and so students get funding per pupil or per student based on what is necessary for our kids to grow and thrive, and not just what the tax income is in an area. So. I think when we think about what does what resistance look like, I think one is it looks like us, you know, continuing to put our bodies on the line to make sure that we we put our bodies. Bear Rustin has this quote: "The only weapon we have in our is our bodies, and we must tuck them in places so that wheels don't turn." And so, absolutely that, but also white folks, y'all gotta get y'all people. So, so put y'all bodies on it. Put y'all <laughs> bodies on it. And also, like, the Republicans were very fucking clear. They were like, won't nothing move for eight years. Nothing. Yes. Like, Democrats gave their life, limb, firstborn baby, hair weave, edges, and sense of dignity to get <laughs> the what we have as, like, an imperfect structure like Obamacare passed. And really, nothing else moved for the next eight nothing years. Moved. Nothing I want. They gave up everything for the version of the Affordable Care Act that we know. Some of y'all white babies is going to hell because the Democrats pawned them. <laughs> to get <laughs> them. Sold them all. Their souls are sitting there. So that Obamacare can be can in the history. I just need one more vote. Does you got any more votes? Please. I know y'all done shut down the government. Like, y'all gonna shut down the government at least three times. I'll let you build a Walmart, a casino, what you want. Goddamn. There's a pipeline. You want to bomb Yemen? You want to bomb There's Yemen? There's this pipeline. <laughs> There's this land over there in North deport Dakota. everybody. Just please. You know there was some. some bullshit like that. Sorry, but, Sam. No, but like, I want Democrats. I want like Democrats to be as. White Democrats. I want white Democrats. Yes. <laughs> to be as. Just like can't shit move as Republicans were. I want them to shut down the whole government. I want 
Cory Booker do not to walk <laughs> to uh, to Trump and just say nope. No. And I want Chuck Schumer to stand behind him with his hands crossed, like check him. Who gonna check him, boo? What? We ain't moving nothing. We're not doing anything. No. <laughs> I won't even We're gonna repeal this version of a registry <laughs> 135 times. We <laughs> also refuse we will also not move any anti-woman personhood amendments whatsoever, we will repeal high. We are like shutting down the government. government. The we going to shut down the government if y'all don't repeal high. We like. don't repeal. The only thing that will be repealed and replaced around here, Donald, is your hair. Yes. <laughs> Just That's, be Democrats like, no. Where is your birth certificate, nigga? Yes. Y'all going to have to step it up from these damn filibusters and start... Say hell no. And man. I want Democrats to do direct actions around shit that's, that matters, right? Like, mm. not this BS, oh, we, you know, we want to have a no, we want to take people off of the no-fly list. Uh, if you are on the no-fly list, you can't get a gun. Because, like, that's going to impact Muslim folks and folks who are, like, randomly added to the no-fly list because they're black and brown and, like, have names that people think are weird-sounding. I want people, I want to see... Uh, congressional Democrats do direct action around Muslim registries, around ensuring undocumented people aren't rounded up and deported like cattle, around the police not murdering black people. Yeah. Like I want white, I want all of these white liberals to stop with the marches, and I want y'all to actually organize y'all people. Mm. Go down to wherever y'all need to go down to to learn how to organize poor rural white folks in their self interest in an anti-racist way, like, you do that work, bump your marches. I don't care about that nonsense and foolery. Hire people like Jasmine Walker <laughs> yes. to Jasmine. teach you how to organize in rural communities. Hire rural folks in Makes Central Appalachia, in the Deep South, who've been organizing in rural for Lord knows how long. I can probably give you a list of those folks, too. Republicans loved down home white people so much that they made Sarah Palin their VP pick. <laughs> like, y'all gonna have to come up with something other than like this. Some stuff that has consequences. Yeah. Some stuff that so white For you. radical or self-proclaimed white radical white women love some the quote well-behaved women really, really? make history. Yeah. I feel like y'all should learn something from your white sister. And just behave. What's the learn something from yourselves? Y'all, y'all have behaved badly for centuries. I know y'all got something for Trump. Yeah, take the what's the 2017 version of burning your bras and leaving your husbands, but to benefit and to keep black people and brown people and gay people intact, alive. But you know what? Like legit. Yes, and it's also for y'all punk asses. So we constantly Unfortunately. Constantly. we are constantly. So do something stuff. for yourselves. Do something for your listen, Missy Ann. <laughs> Get up. You crackers are crazy. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. Really, black women were the only adults in America on November the eighth. Black uh, women were like. <sighs> You see, Serena got engaged to a millionaire. <laughs> Listen, baby, I've had enough. Don't throw racist love them on Reddit.com and they found the Reddit is the most racist social media platform created and he gets the greatest athlete of all time. It was a black woman. 
the greatest <laughs> athlete. Who is built like Jesus. Oh. My Did y'all God. see her in them shorts the other day? In the, that trench coat. In the trench coat. Black thighs. I'm happy. <laughs> Reddit brought me this. <laughs> you trolls Thank you, you trolls. You can eat it. My ring is made out of your comments. <laughs> it's chiseled by your hatred. Do you see how brightly it shines? It blings so well. I got it on my black hand. My dark skin black hand too. Boom. Like, What's up? Who? I'll tell you one thing. Black women have really showed up in a real ass way. Because, you know, Rebecca Ferguson, they called her about, hey, <laughs> we struggling with this KKK rally that's <laughs> happening in January. You they got just... you got a song in your heart for us? And <laughs> she was like, hell yeah, it's called Strange Fruit. <laughs> you might remember it. <laughs> you want me to come? Place? If if I come, that's what I'm singing. And I think and it's funny like, yeah, that they sound about Rebe- fruit is great I, 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 like sure, you sing it sing it <laughs> like, I love fruit I love fruit you got anything called taco you know those coconuts are strange They're, they are strange as fuck they I ain't are. never seen a, a strawberry that didn't look weird to me you know them papayas they fuck y'all it's so it. interesting how all the insides look like vaginas shocked when they hear like blood on the leaves mm-hmm. <laughs> who's blood nigga blood that's who and I think they came for Rebecca Ferguson because they probably thought oh those niggas across the pond <laughs> they don't know shit about no racism know. but literally you tap the black single mom of X Factor of X Factor who ain't even supposed to be here who ain't even supposed to be famous <laughs> all she wanted to do was sing and y'all told her she wasn't going to amount to shit because she was a teen mom and now look who's on her doorstep saying, can you sing a little something? <laughs> you gotta and even she, even she is saying, you know what? I'm going to use this as a moment to resist. Black man, While where Kanye are you? West you takes are a meeting at the <laughs> Trump Towers and says, I would not like to say anything. I just want to take this picture. I just want to take this but picture. But Kanye, who is your constituent? Who are you representing, my nigga? We've asked many times. I want to know what niggas have elected you their leader. Like, what what can you talk about with Donald I, Trump? I and think what has happened though, people have confused genius beat making with a political policy. And I platform. thought buying a pair of Yeezys meant you registered to vote. <laughs> I Maybe. thought that's what it I was. I mean, that might be a reality post-Trump. I mean, because he ain't running to 2024. That's um, true. So, ain't no telling what what America look like. <laughs> Maybe a pair of Yeezys will get you a vote. Who knows? <laughs> you can't put a pair of these crackers. I mean, they literally had us guessing how many jelly beans was in the job. Why not? <laughs> why not have to buy a pair of Yeezys? We can't even how find a pair of Yeezys for real. <laughs> find a pair of Yeezys in a size nine and a half. And you get the snack. <laughs> If you can locate the red Octobers <laughs> in mint condition. And this has been the Black Joy Mix say bye y'all. This is done. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you can find them motherfuckers, then you don't have to go back home <laughs> to the Dominican Republic. <laughs> go. Anyway. Ben, how's business? <laughs> Booming, cause niggas wanna vote. <laughs> <laughs> that was some cool shit. 
<laughs> what a- men having to locate sneakers for niggas to have their rights? No. <laughs> It would be that sounds like the purge. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas out here looking for the golden ticket, goddamn. It seems so funny. <laughs> this is this is about to be Willy Wonka and the goddamn chocolate. Look at why niggas red. <laughs> like, do you understand? We got dude? 16 days. Man. You know niggas will kill each other over a pair of sneakers in a line to the club. You think you think that some lives won't be lost <laughs> over the right to stay in America? They told me if I could find the Jordan 757s, <laughs> that, that my family can have my Apple Care. I told my Apple Care that I could walk in the store and get the part. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorite white women acting up videos. <laughs> she got a stroller. Why wasn't her kid taken from her? Y'all niggas who are, pe- who are preparing for the apocalypse, y'all learning how to grow food. Y'all learning how to uh, goddamn shoot shit. I bet you ain't learn how to find a pair of Yeezys. <laughs> Black people will win that, for real. Black <laughs> people just create some really good knockoff joints. Either way, it sounds like Either survival. Way, it sounds like survival. I feel like the cooperative infrastructure already exists for us to construct a pair of tennis shoes. Who got the fabrication? We have lab? overcome many things. I think this would just be, you know, it's unfortunate that we got to do this, but I feel like a it, knockoff to save a life. You All know, right. we did that just to finish the outfit. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> Done it for lesser. All Let me right. tell you about how many times I made some Louboutin. So let's discuss that. <laughs> Did it involve red spray paint? <laughs> it involved red paint. Absolutely. You got a, if you got a stunt, you got a stunt. You got some sheen gloss paint. And I just... One Easy. <laughs> so, to wrap up, um, Sam, again, we have Sam Master with us here today. Um, a couple of weeks ago, before the new year, or, yeah, before the new year, we had a vision board making party at your house, mm-hmm. which was lovely. So, I want to... Um, this is random. Think about everyone as we close. What is your big vision? What is the one thing you want to share um, for people who are listening for yourselves that you are looking forward to going in 2017? Uh, so for me, my vision for 2017 that I'm willing to share <laughs> yes, is to um, embody more of the black radical power of black women that we know exist um embody that more as well as eat good fuck good and be fabulous yes make a little money while it still matters I guess I don't know before they <laughs> ship your ass away you know the purge, thinking. the purge started on the second <laughs> clearly the I'm, I'm, st- I'm starting off <laughs> god damn it everybody was still on vacation everybody <laughs> niggas was asleep <laughs> committee. <laughs> These motherfuckers is out here selling. Look alive, niggas. This is not a drill. This is not a drill. If you get... Mark, get your ass down here. I know you're having Belgian waffles with your second family today. Need your vote. Can you ship it in? <laughs> Tell Beck to bring it down. Thanks. Love you. Mean it. It was some... Whose house? Our house. Who? Like, you know we just got a bunch of bullshit. It's some staffer that had 
to drive overnight <laughs> to make sure they asses got here on time for the second I just of hope, January. But I just, dear Mia Love and Tim Scott, are you are people? not invited <laughs> to the cookout. No, Who? fuck no. Tim Scott, he's a black Republican senator dude from uh, South Carolina, and Mia Love is the black woman Republican from uh, Utah. Utah. Mm-hmm. So they had to be in a room. Says who? <laughs> nigga, that's but, only two votes. I feel like them niggas was not there. I feel like Tim Scott was, at least. I feel like he, like, maybe low-key gets off. I feel like being the one black they man. found out when we found out <laughs> that shit happened. They found They're out like, on the third with the rest of us. <laughs> they was like, y'all had a meeting? <laughs> that's the life of black Republicans in 2017. I'm convinced. <laughs> Name me a CC don't email <laughs> <or> nothing. <laughs> they had to like they talking about us without us. Nigga, did you think you was gonna keep? Your- Wait, where we decided to get rid of? Tell me, love to print this. I out. feel like me and love and that other nigga you mentioned being two totally different memes than the rest of this shit. Like they be like, all right, the meme gonna be over at two, and like they leave they them the wrong and room. they reconvene, reconvene at three. Like, but everyone, they don't know. Everyone wait around the corner <laughs> at the goddamn cheesecake factory like we gotta wait for it. we gotta wait for these niggas to get out goddamn any of you gay <laughs> next well episode. that mean this mean ends at four <laughs> if you gay this mean ends at four if you a woman you know good goddamn well what time you gotta be home 4 30 because i want dinner done at six go pick up your kids <laughs> Slash, go watch your nannies go pick up your kids. But I your nannies finna be deported. So, I mean, I just think we need to three things. But that's the thing. The nannies ain't gonna be deported because they'll be goddamned if they gonna raise these kids. Look, no. no. The fact that Mia Love could potentially be the Issa Rae of the Republican <laughs> like Everyone's working around her and like talking about her ass behind her back. Like that bitch they ain't have gonna repeal secret, no fucking Obamacare. You know they got secret text apps and stuff. She ain't getting none of the group messages. She on the wrong thread. They, they got the GOP thread and then they got the KKK thread. <laughs> ain't no niggas, gays, queers, Sorry. That's why you keep getting the wrong address for the meeting. They keep sending her out to the CBC meeting. I don't want to fucking go to CBC. Shit. Wanna be with you guys. Y'all, back to your intentions. Okay. You can't be roasting Republicans all day, goddamn man. Omar. That's for that's for news one tomorrow, goddamn. Ugh. This one Republican, last time I was like, his breath smelled like hot ass. (laughs) (laughs) Affirmations for 2017, Samantha. So, my vision board, uh, there's currently a condom on my vision board. Um, Why? Because my vision for 2017 is to continue to, to, you know, try to manifest black liberation as best I can. And to eat good, fuck good, and be around dope ass black women, right? I say that's the only thing I say. And so my, I guess my affirmation for 2017 is, or my, I guess my theme is patience and transformation, or ratchetry and resistance. <laughs> Both whichever work. Come first. Whichever comes first. I love it. Work. 
What is mine? My affirm, my like vision for myself. So I have started listening to the podcast, Making Oprah, nigga, and it's great. It's literally everything I've needed since Oprah has gone off air every day at 4 p.m. Yeah, I listen to that. Making Oprah, uh-huh. it's amazing. Like, just perfect about why she's a bad bitch. Right. Um, <clears throat> and the black woman who's telling the story is just so thrilled to be like, you can tell they love it. Like, they love talking about how Oprah became Oprah. Like, the, the stories behind, you get a car, you get a car, you get a car. Like, it's amazing. So, anywho. So, my vision for 2017 is to... Take all the things that I've learned up to, up until this point. Take the um, amazing lessons of 2016 of like showing up in places I would never have dreamed in a million years of going, and just learning more about the things that really drive me. So like doing a deeper dive into black liberation um, theory, like thinking about um, theologians, thinking about religion, thinking about sexuality. Um, and learning all more about those things and to really just lean into who I'm becoming, who I am. I think I just want to get really, really comfortable in my skin. I'm clear about, you know, my good parts, my bad parts, and I just want to own them. I want to be held accountable by the people I love while also, you know, taking time for myself. So where can we find you on social media, Sam? So I'm at the fire next time. Um, at the fire, N-E-X-T-I-M-E, so only one T. Also, me and my friend Nia are going to be working on a book called Thoughtin' and Boppin' in the Age of Hoteps and Think Pieces. Yes. sexual liberation and a movement for black lives. So check that out when it comes out. Right now, we're just in, like, the starting phases. Um, and I'm on social media at Samantha Master. Um, so, yeah, come get you some. Come get Word. you some. You can also find some of Samantha's work on The Root. Mm-hmm. She is a brilliant, excellent writer. She got you niggas in your chest about reparations as well as HBCUs. As well as Young M.A. The list goes yes. the the on. You know. She bae. And All problematic right. as fuck. But she can get it, though. So, yes. hey, boo. Yes. Shout out to Young M.A. <laughs> Young right. M.A. is totally listening to Black Joy Mixtape. It has to be. We were on the How is she going to figure out? Why not? Who her next, you know, her who her next Hey Bay 2017 is. Her next Tiffany. You, exactly. don't really, you don't really need that life skin model from Instagram. Come get you some of these thick snacks. Make sure y'all follow Sam. Remember to follow Black Joy Mixtape on Instagram, on Twitter. We love when you all live to us when you get your shows. Yeah, that. Also, use the hashtag Black Joy Mixtape for when you are tweeting about the show. Also, use the hashtag to show us your gear. I know it's coming this week if you ain't already got it. I know I got my phone case already. Petty Black Feminists. We want to see those selfies. Oh, please. And if you would, put on the flower crown when yes. you do. It's my special request. Mm-hmm. Um, because Petty Black, Black Girls Feminists. just look divine in that. Thank y'all so much for supporting <laughs> that. If you missed out, Happy I'm Kwanzaa. so sorry. We might mess around and relaunch it. That's what I heard, but I don't know. We'll do see. But it's <laughs> coming up and, you know, you know, we got to give y'all a moment to get yourselves together. Also figure out what y'all going to do. Got mm-hmm. y'all insurance. Um, <laughs> make sure you following me. I, I see y'all creeping on my Snapchat. That's great. I'm at Jazz on your mind across social media platforms. Amber, where can I find you? I am Amber J. Phillips on Twitter and Instagram. Um, don't friend me on Facebook. Or don't friend her on Snapchat. 
Um, <laughs> you see, she ain't gave it to you. We love reading your reviews on iTunes. Please review. Feel free to comment on um, SoundCloud. This is Amber J. Phillips, the High Priestess of Black Joy. And this is Jazz, the King of the South. And you just listened to the, the Black, Black Joy, Joy Mixtape. Throw that ass in a circle. 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 Throw that ass in a circle.